Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. We move along, Bezer Hashem, to the next Mishnah, Mishnah Vav. Asaradvarim Nivru Berev Shabbos Beinash Mashois. A well known Mishnah, and here the Mishnah itself gives the list. Rabbeinu will just explain a little bit more where, where we see it from and from what the list in the Mishnah is. Ten things were created by Akadish Borku. Right at the end of Sheshis Mebereshis, right before entering into Shabbos, there was this created ten things during Ben Hashmoshes. These are they. Piha Oretz, Piha Be'er, Piha Osain. This actually comes up in order of the Parashiyas. Kairach, Chukas, and Bolok. Piha Oretz, that's the mouth that swallowed up Kairach. Rabbeinu says, Piha Oretz, Lebeliyas, Kairach, Va'adosai. To swallow up Kairach. And here it's explained, like the Ramban says already, that we know that there are earthquakes. And the fact that there were earthquakes at the time of Kairach wasn't such a sort of special phenomenon. But usually when an earthquake happens, it splits the ground open and the ground stays open. And then it gets filled up either with water or dirt. The case at Kairach was different. After it opened up and it swallowed Kairach, it then closed its mouth. So really the PR is the mouth of the earth that swallowed Kairach and closed itself. That was created specially at Sheh Ben Hashmoshes. Shalem Aleik says, Vatiftach Horetz says Pia, and etc. Vatiftach Oisa. The next one is Pia Be'er. Many of you learned this is the Be'erish Shalmiriam. And here Rabbi Yenah says, Hasel Moshe. It's the rock that was struck by Moshe Rabbeinu in order to bring forth water. We have at the end of Parshish Peshalach, he was supposed to hit the rock and bring forth water. And then in Chukas, the second time, we were supposed to speak to the rock. But Dibartam al he again hit the rock, but nonetheless, it was an ace that water came forth. Number three was Piha Osain, the mouth of the donkey. Famously, Shal Bilam, the one that spoke to Bilam, Bilam's donkey, Shinema Vaiftak Hashem is Piha Osain. Obviously, the, the, the donkey had already its mouth, but the fact that it's able to speak, which is unique to the Medaber, to the human being, that about him it says, and not the animal world, he was a special exception that the Baruch allowed the donkey to speak to a human being. Number four is Hakeshes, the famous rainbow that came out after the Mabel. Shenemer es Kashti, my rainbow nosati be'onon, I am putting in the clouds. And this was the first rainbow, even though we know after that it's more like a... Uh, so-called natural phenomenon after a rain, but at the at that time it was the first rainbow that came out. The Hamon. Here Rabbi Yonah says, the Mon shall Midbar. And the question is asked, I mean, obviously we're talking about the Mon that was in Midbar. What other Mon could it be? And here in the Das, he brings her Mamesh Moshmul Shapiro Zatzal. The Gemara Chagiga on Yud Bezim and Bez tells us one of the seven heavens is called Shechokim. That's one of those heavens, Shechokim. Why is it called Shechokim? Like the notion of grinding up. Sheboi in that heaven, Rechayim Oimdais. There's the mill, Vetuchnais Monlat Tzadikim. There's a heaven that actually grinds up Mon to give the Tzadikim. Shenem Avayetze, Shechokim, Imal, etc. So we see that there is a different Mon that is served and is eaten by the Tzadikim in some fashion. Obviously not in the same way we eat. But in order to not be misconstrued about that, he was talking about the man that fell in the midbar for Klai Yisrael. 
Vahamata, the staff shall Moshe. Asher Osaboy as Hoysis. With that stick, it was created by Nashmoshas. Hashem created it and had it already prepared for Moshe Rabbeinu. We know this stick took, was very famous and it took a, an interesting journey. Oh, the Mauritian had it in Ganeiden. We know from Rishonim, Odom gave it to Shais, and then it was transferred down to Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu brought it to Mitzrayim. He gave it to Yosef. When Yosef died, the Avdei Pare found it, and they seized it for themselves and put it in their own storehouses. Yisrael, we know, was one of the advisors of Pare. He took that stick because he sensed there was something special about it, and he brought it with him to Midian. And as we know, he planted it in his in his chotzer, in his yard, until Moshe Rabbeinu came along, and he was the only one that was able to pull it out, and that was the one Chazal tell us, one of the reasons that Tzipayra saw that there was obviously some special qualities in Moshe Rabbeinu, therefore wanted to marry him. The next one is Vahashomir, the famous worm or snake that is able to just break through stone, iron, glass, but just by putting this worm on top, it splits open. And this was needed. It's like a long worm. He was able to build the Beis Hamikdash with the right dimensions of each stone because he just placed it onto the stone and then it split open, obviously in the right place that he wanted it to be cut. The reason why that was needed is because the Pesach says, no hammers, no, no axes, no tools, cold clay bars, any type of iron instrument. As we know from Chazal, iron is created in a sense to shorten a person's life using by swords. And the Beis Hamikdash is there to give longevity to life, to extend life. And therefore it can't be used any barzal, like the Pesach in the Parshish Yisrael, the son of a lamb barzal. Therefore this was needed, the special worm. We will move along the Haksav. Haksav is the writing of Torah. But not only just the Torah, but actual the letters, which was what exactly that means in some heavenly type of meaning. That there's black fire on top of white fire, but that was the Ksav of Torah that Hashem made. That's the Tzuras That's actual forms of letter Choros that were engraved in the Luchais. Because I'll tell us that the Luchais could be read from all four sides. Obviously a miracle on the on the stones engraved in all four sides that could be read. Then Vahaluchais, this too was created by Nashmoshes, the Luchais themselves, Ba'atzman. The Mishnah digresses. Interesting, before we end the list of ten, the Mishnah digresses. Even Shadim, demons, the burial place of Moshe on Har Nevoi, unbeknownst to anyone, the Pasuk testifies at the end of the Torah that nobody knows where Moshe Rabbeinu exactly is buried. That place was already designated and created on the sixth day. And then the Shal Avram Avinu, number 10 is that special isle that was waiting, caught in the thorns, as it says, it was stuck with its horns in the, in the bushes in there, or the thorns, and it was designated that, that 
Avram Avinu was able to use this aisle to bring us a carbon because he so wanted to bring this carbon to Hashem. Hashem took in place an aisle. And we use that metaphor as well that Hashem should take many other things in place of Klau Yisrael just as he took in place of Yitzchak. And then finally, the Yishemrim, some say, Hatzvas B'tzvas Asuya. That first tongs that is used by a blacksmith was made with a tongs and therefore that first tongs had to be created by Hashem Yisbarach. Elo Amel Kachayim, these are the tongs Sha'anoifach or Sha'anafach that the blacksmith holds as a mateches, holds the metal kishichama when it's burning hot, he has to hold that burning metal or iron in order to shape it properly, but he can't hold it with his hand, obviously, so they had tongs. The Gemara says, that the tongs, which is also metal, is made with other tongs. If it's made with tongs, that's how you have to shape it. Who made the first one? Ella birya bidei shemaimhi. That's the opinion over there. There's another opinion we bring here that some say was that uh, the the Gemara Sakham says some say it was yaseb bitfus the ekvane kevan. In other words, the Gemara says that doesn't have to be made that way. You don't need it to to make a tongs first. Could be you can just make a mold of the tongs and then pour in molten, uh, eye, molten, uh, metal and then, then it will just form into that shape. Either way, that's the Machlechus in the Gemara. That's why it's a Yeshemrim. Yeshemrim, some say that it needed to be that first, uh, tongs needed to be in order to be able to create the next one. Says Rabbeinu Yen, now, what's the purpose of knowing this? Why do we have to list these 10 things that we have to know that with 10 things created? To let us know. There were many things that we created with a specific condition that when Hashem has to alter their natural state of being, change the way they naturally work, that would happen already. It was all already predestined. It was already predetermined what's going to change at which point in time. For example, on that fourth day of creation when Hashem put into place, suspended the sun, the moon, and the stars, Hashem made a special decree. That's just two instances where the sun stood still and the sun did not set during the times of Yeshua and Chizkiah, when they needed to remain. That was already a condition that Hashem had already set up before even placing the sun in its place. Another example, Hayam, the sea. Hashem made a tenai with it, Sheyivka Yisrael, and that's what we read in Parshas B'Shalach, that Vayosha Vayom Le'esonoi, that the Archaim HaKadosh says, Le'tnai Harishoi. We'll go back to his first tenai meaning, there was a condition with the Yam, I'm creating you. However, there's going to be a time when I'm going to need you to split and all of these things have a chen kulam. Elo sha'asora elu, these ten in the list, Allah b'makshover of Shabbos ben Hashmoshois, uvekulam yesh b'em shinoi teva. These already were created and waiting and destined to be put into place at the time when they were needed later on in history. Kol tuf. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.